Hello and welcome. My name is Dakota Ayana. And I'm Mariah Scott. And you are now listening to A Word, the podcast. Where you can get your fix and politics at the same time, y'all. Mm-hmm, all that. <laughs> so, uh, let's get into it. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up? Hi, you guys. This is a word, a word the podcast. podcast. <laughs> episode two. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I'm really I know. Episode I'm, two. I'm so happy that we are getting the ball rolling with these episodes despite the Rona. The Rona trying but- <laughs> to keep us down. <laughs> she can't hold us back. No. Do you think? Do you think? the rona do you think it's a girl or a guy i think the rona you know what i think the rona is (laughs) non-binary i really do i just feel like the rona is just doing them and they just want to care they don't care and they're out here doing their thing you know just Wow. I wish they would go away though, for real. I do. I, I'm really done. What it is, who it is, but it can leave. Seriously. For sure. I just, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. I was thinking about that last night. I was just like, you know, I really feel like Corona is possibly a female. Um, and she's fed up. I just but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just kinda because it's just the Rona is just really out here with a vengeance, and exactly. I think that it's just so brutal. And that it's like the way that it's happening, and it's so like meticulous. Like I just feel like only women can plot that well. Men can. Well, I don't plot know. That well. <laughs> really, it's some really like sinister fellows out there. Yeah, that's you true. know. So I don't know. I'm just that's like true. you know. But also, you know, that's why I'm like, you know what, maybe the Rona is just, you know, just is kind of like, you know what, I don't subscribe to any of that. And I'm going to let y'all think about it. And meanwhile, I'm going to let you think about it. I'm going to ruin everything. (laughs) I'm literally on your neck right now. So, that's why I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's me. I'm all up in your face. Like I just feel like the Rona is what it is. Yeah, nah. I'm just over it completely. It got parents acting crazy. Yeah. Where you going? Get in the mail. Don't go outside. Um, (laughs) um, Like, literally, just things that your mom would never trip about, your mom just immediately starts tripping. And Literally? I feel like Charlotte went on shutdown but it was also like the day after the official, uh, when sp- officially after spring started. Right. So I came, I came out of the room, and I had took my dog outside, and I came back, and I kind of like, like sneezed, and my oh. dad looked at me, and he was Listen. so upset. Listen. <laughs> like he looked at Listen. me so evil, and I was like, "Wow." Last so night I was I'm in a house full of en- enemies. <laughs> I was. We were 
helping my friend. Um, she has to make some face masks and whatever. So she was making us dinner. And she has some pepper in her throat. Like, she's African. She's Liberian. Shout out to Danny. And she's making some cassava leaf. Or collard She's making collard greens. So the pepper got in her throat. And these peppers are like hot, hot pepper. They're not like no ground pepper. No, this is hot, hot peppers. So she starts coughing like crazy. Me and Britt immediately stop everything. And we look at her like, um, <laughs> that ain't that cough. That ain't no regular cough. Where that cough <laughs> come from? Like, we was about to kick her out of her own house. It was like, uh uh-uh. That is and so it was, rude. It was so funny because I felt, because you see the jokes and you see like the memes and stuff. Like you hear somebody coughing, you instantly like, uh-uh. But, yes. But it's just like, like you've got, you're done. You're when canceled. it comes close to home, it's like, I got to get the hell up out of here. I can't be here. Get out of your house. <laughs> get out of your house. Get I out. can't do it. But not. Nah. Yeah, all week my dad was definitely like, when I would walk in the room, he would leave. I'm like, wow, it's allergies, sir. No, that's so bad. So, you go over here trying to hold I'm back like, the call. You're petty. You are petty. <laughs> see, look, there it is. Oh, look. see? Wow. Mr. Pollen, I was, I was out here, man. I was out here. I had to get my water, my handy dandy water. Dandy dandy water. Yes, I have my lemon water present <laughs> right next to me because lemon water is life. Lemon water is life. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, welcome, you guys. Right. I hope everybody is uh holding it down where they are with uh all of this stuff going on for real. It's crazy, but I hope everybody is being safe and vigilant, mm-hmm. like we talked about in the last episode. Eat your fruits and veggies, drink water, yes, wash your hands. Oh, my mom told me to tell everybody to wash their thumbs because apparently people don't be washing. Their I saw that and I was weak. I was like, Wash your thumbs. I was like, Mom, what? She was like, Wash your thumbs. <laughs> Why you make her sound like she's in distress? That's literally how she sounds. Wash your thumbs. <laughs> Nobody's washing their thumbs. What? Like, wow, that's such a fun fact. Thanks, mom. Fun facts with mom. Thanks, mom. Fun facts with mom for Thanks. sure. I think that might be my old word. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my old word moment is my mom told me that people don't wash their thumbs. That's wild. I would have never known that. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, bro. I didn't, I had no idea. When you look at the diagram. It directly tells you. You know, you wash the palms. Go to your fingers, you hit your thumbs, you hit your wrist, a little bit of the forearm. Um, you know, I just want to know how you miss your thumbs. Right, because it's on your hand. Like, how do you neglect? It's, it's how your, do you neglect washing your? It's thumbs? your whole hand. How, you can't. It's your whole hand. It's your whole hand. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, I don't know. My awkward but, moment yeah. of the day was um, finding out <laughs> that in the next few years we could possibly have dinosaurs. Man, I almost cussed you out just now. Yes, 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 yes. I, I'm not there. I'm literally <laughs> exiting. I'm, I'm out. I quit the show. When not, I I'm not say I was on Twitter and I got pissed when I saw No. Yes. This is what y'all need to understand. I don't know if y'all peeped it from the first episode, but Dakota will research. <laughs> so any theory, it could be something real, like it could be something whimsical and outlandish. She uh-huh. will research. Yep. And so I'm no, I'm really here for you telling me how you came across hearing so, about 
dinosaurs all, reappearing I, on I, Earth. I don't even know why this popped up on my Twitter. Like, there are just some things that come on my Twitter feed that I'm just like, how did you get here? I'm not interested, mm. right? So, <laughs> I see this this tweet, and it's just like, oh, shit. And it was just a link. Somebody retweeted it and said, oh, shit. But, it, like, you know like how usually it'll pop up with a picture? Yeah, you got to click yeah, on it or something. Yeah, all it said was, oh, shit, and a link. And something just told me, click on it. My curious ass. The title reads, scientists say they can recreate living dinosaurs within the next few years. My first reaction was like, what in the white hell is this? Because niggas are not going to bring back I'm dinosaurs. Out. I'm out. <laughs> There's not now one black I'm person out. who's going to be like, I just want to bring back a pterodactyl. No. First of all, Man. why? Why? No. Absolutely so I'm like, not. So, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe this is just a hoax. It's on entrepreneur.com. How factual can this see, be? See, right? see, y'all, <laughs> see the research. So I'm reading the article because I'm like, I'm not just going to go off of this title and believe that this is really what the world has come to. Like, we're so bored with life that we have people bringing back dinosaurs. So I'm reading the article, whatever, whatever. And they're basically saying like a couple years back, that they did say that they in the next five to 10 years, we could have dinosaurs. And I remember reading this a long time ago and I was just like, they would never, that's stupid. They can't recreate dinosaurs. And that's all right. I think I was like, they could if they wanted to, because technically all the animals have, I took a, um, I forgot the name of those classes with evolution and stuff like that. I took one of those classes in college. It just keeps getting deeper yeah, and deeper. So I had to take deeper it. Like, and deeper. I had to take it, unfortunately, but it wasn't a bad class. Um, So, all the animals that we have now evolved from some type of animal from whatever the fuck time it was. So I was just like, oh, shoot. Let somebody get bored enough. We could have many T-Rexes running around in no time. No, 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 no. It can't happen. It can't happen. So I'm still reading. This idiot says he was playing around with chickens. And <laughs> what we're not about to do. We're not going to play with the chickens. Yeah, chicken sores. Why y'all playing with my food, Mariah? He called them chicken. What? He has played with them to the point where now they are having dinosaur-like beaks. That sounds like a pterodactyl to me. What is the name of it? A chicken sore. Ma'am. Yes. Absolutely not. No. Reverse engineering a bird's beak into a dinosaur-like snout. I was like, you know what? I um, I'm gonna get off of this because I'm mad. Because if y'all turn all the chickens into dinosaurs. How are we going to get buffalo wings? <laughs> get your dismissed. Get out of your house now. Now you got to get out of your house. That was my first response. But that, yes, that was, I said, oh, word. Wow. Y'all not about to take, y'all not about to take her buffalo wings. Y'all not going to take the tenders. Y'all not going to take the wings. I told my friend, his ass talking about some. That means we'll just have more meat on the chicken. No, no, no. That's, oh, God. That's not I'm overwhelmed. That's not the point. I, I, that's not the point. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is not the point. The point is, Lord. in the next five years, chickens may be obsolete. And if they are obsolete because we they are replaced with chicken source, we will no longer have real chickens. There has to be a better name <laughs> for chicken dinosaurs. That's the first chicken thing you source. Of, you know what? Chicken source. Like, what? No, bruh, that sounds like chicken and then sore. It, it sounds like you shouldn't eat it. Yeah. You sounds like you shouldn't Bro. eat it at all. Like it sounds absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Not. It sounds terrible. It sounds like it gives you disease. I... 
I really want out. I hope that never happens. I hope it never comes to pass. I'm over. I was like, how bored y'all gotta be? Like y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to figure out what to do with this coronavirus, but y'all want to talk about bringing dinosaurs back to life, world destruction. Yeah, really. I'm out. I'm moving. Jurassic. I'm moving to another planet. Real life. Seriously. I'm. I'm moving to another planet. I have to. That's dead. I have to. There's no chicken sores there. So hey. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, this name, I'm never gonna accept it. I will never accept it. Man, I am. Uh, I was Mariah. No, I was absolutely. Not. I was absolutely done. So that was my O word moment of the wow. day because that is just lovely. That's that's a real O word. O word, like people not washing their thumbs and dinosaurs coming back to life. Oh, word! Wow, what's next? Wow, that's really all I got. Wow. I was like, "What's next?" Yo, for real, that's really. I'm, <clears throat> I'm looking up at the sky, like, "All right, who we got I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready for whatever. Who can we like, get on a three way call and talk about this? Because coronavirus is cool. Like, it's not cool, but like, okay, we can we can manage this. But if we bring back, can we? I don't even. I'm not even gonna go down I don't that even route know if we because. Can. It's but really we cannot manage dinosaurs, Mariah. Like we cannot do that as a nation. No, we de- we definitely can't. We definitely cannot. You're right. One nation under wow. God. <laughs> that's not happening. Like, <laughs> damn, get out. <laughs> I was we, we can't do it. Okay, we can't. This, there's no way. I'm done. World destruction. I'm so done. Like they. Uh. I'm so <laughs> World destruction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm really heartbroken over that discovery. I'm really gonna like not forget about this all day. I'm gonna just be like eating something later on and or sipping some wine. Just gonna be like chicken sore. <laughs> I'm just I'm so upset. Yeah. So upset. I'm so sorry to, you know, bring that it's to okay. your conscience, but you know, I it's all right. It's all right. Thank you for sharing that with me. I can always count on you. I can always count on you. Oh, word moments are fun facts for me sometimes. Um, they are. They're, they're lovely. But yeah, so. Well. <laughs> My first oh word moment was going to be something that I heard um, in a conversation earlier. Mm-hmm. It was going to be about how um, I was listening to um, my friends. They were on live earlier this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Joe Sig and Darian. Um, They were on IG live and they were talking about dating. And um, they were talking, he was talking about how um, uh, his, he would like for his partner to like, not be trying to, get more like new guy friends once they start dating like mm. he was like you can't have y- y'all can't hug like you can't wow. be like nothing I was like your girlfriend can't give things hugs that's intense <laughs> <laughs> that is intense that is so intense I think he meant like you know you know kind of like trying to be fresh like with people who might still be tr- trying to like pull you even yeah. though you're dating now and all this stuff like that which is actually really really interesting because our subject for today is love love and dating Dating. and relationships and all all of the things that come with it yeah all that yeah 
<laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But that's so interesting, though. I think it's weird when um, I hear guys say that, and even females. I think it's really weird when I hear guys and females say that because, like, for me, I am... I have a very outgoing personality and people are drawn to me even when I don't want people to be drawn to me. Like I'm not really introverted, but I'm like, I have those times when I'm just like really in my own shell and I don't want to be bothered, but people, because I know so many people, like people want to be around me and I love being around people, but if you can't handle that, then you don't need to date somebody like that. Yeah, I definitely think, um, and even, (laughs) even going into the conversation with what I was, listening to them talk about it got way deeper into really you know of course he was joking but he was talking about really just being able to be with someone who is willing to set boundaries because we all know that you know there's a respect that um people want you know within their relationships and um you know like if you don't set a boundary between yourself and others people find ways to you know kind of come at you in in many different ways Mm -hmm. and so I understood the sentiment but I'm the same way I mean I'm I'm I am an extrovert um uh so and I'm also a person who works with people yeah you know publicly so like working in these music events and art events and even at my job I'm required to be as social as Mm -hmm. possible and I've always been a social person. Um, I have a lot of guy friends. I have a lot of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And so my main thing, even before meeting my partner, I've always been, even just when I was younger or being single and all this stuff like that, I always um, said that anybody that I was going to be dating, I want them to be secure in themselves. Yes. Um, and 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 not feel like they need to change me or that I need or or not I just didn't want to feel insecure about um having to change certain things about myself or my relationships just because I'm in a relationship now the bottom line is that the dynamics of your relationships do change but um not speaking or not hugging people or not doing xyz like I'm like I I I always knew I didn't want any kind of partner like that or mm-hmm. or partner um I just I like people who yeah I didn't I didn't want to be with anybody who was going to be um making a fuss over you know uh-huh. small things or things that I, that I knew was going to that uh, that's just kind of like a part of who I who yeah. I am but um, you just don't want someone to like affect who you were that's really but I feel like yeah not in that not in that way it's just like I I have to I know there are certain you know there are certain parts of yourself that do they you know there are parts of yourself that evolve and change but there are parts of yourself that really are is just who you are your core and so when it comes to the core parts of me I just I can't change that for anyone yeah and I don't want to I don't want to feel like I have to I don't want to be burdened with having to kind of change those things so but that also comes from someone knowing who they are like yeah because I mean at the same time you always hear females say like oh my nigga could never or my man can't do this or what you know whatever the case may be and Mm -hmm. it's like okay but why why is it such a big deal what like I think that I mean what has he done to you 
to make you feel like he can't do these things. One, two, what has someone else done to you that you're putting on to him if he hasn't done anything at all? Right. There's a lot of stuff that happens that like some of our insecurities or our fears or how we kind of like move throughout our relationships with other people. Sometimes that stems from just past experiences with other people. Yeah, absolutely. I saw something on Instagram and it was like the way that you are in your current relationships and friendships basically stem from your childhood which we mm-hmm. which we all all know or all should know that everything and the way we move throughout life stem from our childhood from our mothers and our fathers how we mm. perceive love comes from our mothers and fathers that's the first that's the first form of love we ever know and then from there it evolves so if your father doesn't treat you a certain way or he treats you a certain way you're going to associate that with men in general and mm. the same thing goes for your mom. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a good thing. Like, it's it's just, if you and your dad have a very good distant relationship, you might believe that that's how love should be with another man because you're so used to that distant relationship. Mm. Like, it's, it's kind of a psychological thing. And it's not something that you're going to notice off gate. You just have to kind of realize it yourself. Yeah, I think that... Um... I don't know. I, 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 when I think about, I think that a lot of the times when I talk about dating with other people or being in relationships with other people or, or even just being single, because right. it's not always about, you know, linking with someone, yeah, but I definitely sure. think that we are provided a lot of, with, we are provided with a lot of examples of what we want mm-hmm. and, and, and what we don't yes. want. And I think that whether it's whoever raised us, be it your parents or your caretakers or extended family or um, even like the, the the relationships that you witness or, you know, yeah. kind of around you, whether it's school or just other relationships of close, uh, you know, close families and things like that. Um, all of that kind of I definitely think that what you see kind of get plays a part in you deciding yeah. or delegating or kind of like being able to figure out okay this is what I want this is what I don't want yeah. not even including you know the media the movies uh, and all those other man. things like that like there's so many influences <clears throat> that that um, have to do with why and how we see um, things the way that we do and, and why we kind of go after things the way that we do or expect things the way that we do um, and so I think like I'm I feel like for me I've I've gotten an equal share of things that I've seen that I that I admire and then things that I see that I'm like yeah well when it's my time I, I don't want to incorporate that right into my relationship I believe you know yeah I feel like that's where I'm at right now like I remember talking to one of my guy friends and he was like, well, what exactly do you want? And I was like, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, like, I don't really know what it is that I want. I'm not looking for anything. I was going to say what I'm looking for, but um, I'm not looking for anything, but I can give you a list of everything that I don't want. And mm. I can give you a list of everything that I don't need and I don't have time for. <laughs> like, mm. And then I guess from there, I can figure out what exactly it is that like I need and I want in a partner and stuff. So, like, it's, if once again, it always goes back to, like, knowing who you are. Yeah. Because, like, you can easily see things on, because, I mean, these Instagram relationships, these YouTube couples, and 
you see all this stuff on Twitter, on Instagram, like all these places. And it's just like so easy to get trapped and wrapped up in it, especially when like you're dating yourself or you are, or whatever the case may be. You're just like, oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. You will drive yourself crazy thinking about yeah. when your time is coming. You will drive yourself insane if you dwell on what you don't have right now. Which, yeah, I think I think there's definitely like a way to um, cultivate that in a way where it doesn't have to turn into a pity party, right? But it, but it can turn into a thing of a manifestation. You know, Manifest manifestation and and even just fantasy. Um, I've listened to um, one of my f- favorite podcasts, Black Girl and Own. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an episode where a woman talks about um, giving, allowing yourself the space and giving yourself the space to fantasize. I saw I giving the space, one. and I like yes, yeah. Yeah, giving yourself the space to dream, to want to let your mind yeah. wander and to even just, you know, ask yourself real questions because it's like you said, you have a great idea, a good bit of an idea of what you don't want, what you're not trying to attract and and what you don't want in in a relationship that you that you'll have. Mm-hmm. But you deserve to also spend time with figuring out or asking yourself what it is that you well, do feel want good. or what you are looking for yeah. or you know like and uh, and another point that you made is it does come from setting aside time to get to know yourself mm-hmm. um i think the older that i get and even the more time i spend in in my own relationship and and not just um my my romantic relationship but just even building relationship with my my friends and stuff like that I'm really kind of getting a real great scope on what love is or right. relationships and and how to um how they're really I mean it's all work Ooh, yes. it's it's work it's a journey um and you the the it never like you're it's a never-ending journey seriously you know, um, I think that, um, I don't know. I think like, I think, I think that there can be such great contentment in whatever state you're in, like mm-hmm. being single, casually dating, not being tied down or being in a relationship. You don't know where it's going yeah. or being in a serious <laughs> relationship or even people who are getting out of relationships and, and like, there's so much journey like in in whatever state and I kind of feel like there's there's beauty to find in that um that's but yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm working on um is trying to find the because it's I've been dating myself quote-unquote for four months and like I'm using the term dating myself so ever so lightly because I text people here and there but there's no I don't really have a yeah, talk about what what is the experience of you dating yourself? Like, wh- number one, mm-hmm. where what was the inspiration behind you saying this is what I want to do, and then what is it like to date? Like, what's the process for you, or what's the experience for you in dating yourself? So, for one, um, being tired is how I got to this (laughs) I feel being tired being fed up with my own crap really um it just it just comes a point to where you're just like okay 
this is the same exact situation, different person. How do I change it? How do I fix that? And the only way that you can get out of your own shit is if you address your own shit. Like, that's really just all it boils down to. Like, you have to be willing to and ready to cut the shit. You know, like, when you're dating the same person in different bodies and you're just like, dang, he remind me of this person, but you still dating him? Come on now. Mm. And that goes for men too. Not just saying like for women, but like men, it's the same thing. If you if you're dating the same kind of woman over and over again, it's something that you got to check within you. Like, what exactly is it about this type of situation that you're so attracted to that it keeps attracting it to self to you? Like, what is that? Why? You know. So I was just like, all right, bet you you don't show your ass this time, God. No disrespect. Um, but uh, <laughs> I get it. I'm cool. I get it. So the first. I still haven't really been giving out my number unless it's um, business purposes or like just genuine connections and stuff. But I told myself I'm not giving out my phone number anymore because I think it's friends. People have ulterior motives that simple. Um, And I really just didn't want to have that connection, but I have been texting certain people. I mean that I've already known or whatever, or DMing people here and there. Like, I don't know. It just really just being more aware of, the intentions the reason Mm -hmm. why I call it dating myself is because like I'm being intentional with who I'm allowing into my life so if it's if I am texting you let's say we text every single day for two months that to me it's just like what exactly is this what do you want from me Mm -hmm. who are you who am I who am I in this situation with you are you bothering me are you getting on my nerves why are you bothering me and why are you getting on my nerves is it because you're doing something too much or you're not doing something at all? Like what it like it's literally allowing me to analyze every single part, every single conversation that's had, every single twitch in the eye. I'm like, why the hell are you twitching? What is that? Like, you know, it's like literally- are you talking about with them or are you talking about with yourself? With them. It's allowing okay. me to like and granted, sometimes it is a little bit excessive. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little excessive excessive but um it's allowing me to overanalyze situations it's not allowing people into my space if i if my intuition is telling me to like no i pull back it's that simple if my intuition is telling me like they can stay for a while let's see what this is about let's see exactly what they what their intentions are because their intentions are going to come out regardless before you even have to say anything when you're true to yourself their intentions will definitely show within the first week or two of you actually texting this person or meeting this person, like whatever the case may be. So, and it always happens, like just really learning who I am again, because once I got out of my relationship, I didn't really take time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I went from situationship to situationship and it just, I, I, I was having fun, granted. Like I was definitely aware of everything, but at the same time, I didn't allow myself to process things that I needed to be processing. And then at the same time, I was also dealing with some family stuff in which I couldn't really focus on me. So instead mm-hmm. of just reverting that energy back to me in my free time, I reverted it to other people because I didn't want to have to deal with my stuff and my family stuff at the same time. Cause that was going to be like a distraction. Yeah. Kinda. So I was, Using other people as a distraction. That's really all it boiled down to. And um, now it's just like, nah, I'm, if I'm going to get distracted, I'm going to get distracted in this book. I'm going to get distracted in this painting. I got. And that's what, that's what I was going to ask. Like, 
So in this time um, that you are spending with yourself, apart from, you know, the moments where you might kind of connect with other people in different ways, like I was going to ask about, you know, how has it been with, number one, how has it been now that you've been, you said it's been four months. Mm -hmm. So how has this time been um, that you've been having with yourself or dating yourself? And then what types of things um, are you doing as you are dating yourself? Is, is it kind of like the same process of dating someone else? Are you like kind of getting to know yourself? Like, are you like, kind of like, like, what is, what are, what are you doing with yourself um, to kind of reconnect with yourself, I guess? Because that's what I'm getting when you're talking about yeah. just kind of like getting <laughs> all that time reverting all that time that you were using as a distraction with others to kind of like putting it back on you so like what's that like for you like what what does that entail so it's really like it's it's legit dating myself as if I'm outside of this relationship with myself it's like Mm. I'm taking the time to actually get to know who I am again like if something triggers me instead of me like I don't address it right away so let me just go ahead and clarify I do not like to address everything that pops up in my head because that's a lot sometimes I run from it and I come back to it sometimes I write it down and I address it right then and there but Mm. I don't address it every single time it pops like an emotion or a trigger or something pops into my head so if something does pop into my head like prime example the other day I was triggered by something that someone said and I like I was like oh snap it was like a eureka moment I was like oh crap Mm. wow Co. I did not know this is like that was still a thing like I I did not know I did not know Mm. so I um I wrote about it and it was like okay cool so now we know that's what that's that's something that triggers you and you can either tell this person or you don't have to tell this person all right you don't want to tell this person cool it's keep it pushing but like it's just really just learning my triggers learning my um my soft spots learning what makes me the emotional being that I am and it's so funny because when like I said I'm over analyzing and I'm super duper hyper aware of mm-hmm. everything and everyone around me right now so my tolerance is very low and my irritance is very high mm. because I'm just like, why? The way that I'm used to addressing and handling things is I block you. There's no conversation. Sometimes I say what I say and then I block you. So you you don't have the chance to lie to me. You don't have the chance to respond because I don't want to hear it. So now it's like, I'm going to just delete your number. Like you can still text me, but your number is not saved. And the minute you really, really piss me off, I delete the thread. And I don't have no recollection of who you are. And so <laughs> you get hit with the who's this and I feel like I won. But it's just like, it's just, I'm really trying to break old habits and I'm trying to not revert back to the old ways of how I handle things. So I've been explaining myself a lot more recently, which I don't like to do because that's not how I roll, you know? Like, I don't do that. So I'm having to explain myself as to why certain things didn't work out or certain things had to happen or I handled a situation the way I handled it. And I'm explaining myself. And granted, that's growth, right? That's that's growth. That's good that I can do that. And I can explain this 
but at the same time it shouldn't irritate me as much as it does but I feel Mm. like everybody's at my neck so it's just the journey of really figuring out who you are again if you already know who you are you lose yourself in a relationship um Mm. just trying to relearn who you are and unlearn bad habits from your past and like it's just it's so much like you're going to be hyper aware you're going to be hypersensitive you're going to be over analyzing you're going to there's going to be different stages and phases of each part of this journey of figuring out who you are and it's going to have you looking at yourself like yo I'm crazy as hell no I feel that um I feel that I think that from what from listening to you it just made me think about um you know man how what a process that must be you know right to kind of like put yourself in situations or put yourself um in a position where you are um, doing things that you're not used to doing Mm -hmm. um, because explaining yourself or, you know, there's definitely like, it's just, it's a discernment thing, of course, you know, because it's one thing to explain out of, you know, for effective communication and another thing to explain yourself um, like in a permission type of sense. But I think all of that is like a case by case basis. Right. But I think that for for communication's sake instead of you know like saying well I blocked you because (laughs) right right you know whatever like I think you know what a process that must be because you know it's it's kind of like un it's like you said it's breaking off things that you know that you it's like it's just like breaking habits you know like yeah I mean and it and it's uncomfortable too you know Mm -hmm. um I have friends that I talk to that we talk a lot about in like communication, even though it's like a word that is used a lot, it's like such a, it's so important Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's not a cliche. It's not, it's like, it's the most used word, but it's no matter how many times you use it, it's not a cliche because it's so important. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like people also forget too, like, when you're communicating with other people, you're also communicating with yourself. Right. And it's just like, that's you, that's you setting a boundary. So right. telling this person why things couldn't work out with us and why, whatever the case may be, I can easily just like ignore it. I can easily just block it. But at the same time, no matter what, this conversation is going to continue to come up until you address it. Yeah. And me addressing it or you addressing the situation, whatever the case may be, you addressing it allows that person to know this is it's really over. There's no there's no possibilities in the future. There's no no, it's it's over. It's over. And it's okay. It's fine. It's completely yeah, fine. I feel, I feel you. I think like um I think dating in general is like such an interesting thing. So I think I think when you are rebuilding the blocks to knowing yourself, or even if you're just kind of like just trying to get grounded, right, might not even be even be in a place where you're trying to rebuild or under reevaluate, but it might just be I've never really spent this time to figure out what I like or who I am or who what I mean to myself, let alone you know what I mean to someone else looking at me and things like that, and so like it's such a process I think um it's such a journey I think just kind of going through that route of of love and and communication and getting to know yourself and 
getting to know other people and having to go through the ups and downs of, you know, and the trial and error of, you know, all the things that is relationships because you're getting to know another person. And even this, I kind of feel like it's, it's all parallel because when you're Mm -hmm. getting to know yourself, it's like, Oh, I get to see my bad habits and I have to figure out a way to like, you know, deal with that or, 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 you know, like, be better about it mm-hmm. and it's the same thing like it's the same thing when you're coming across like something you know with another person it's like oh shoot that rubbed me the wrong way and yeah. now I have to figure out how I'm going to communicate that and and it's just it's just so much um I think um I know that uh for me I've been in a relationship for six years mm-hmm. and um he's fire but it's definitely been um, a journey, I think, um, right. where I am, where I am now versus where I was um, when I first started dating this. Uh, my partner is is two totally different paths, I think. Um, there's just like so much ground groundwork that I I feel like um, I don't know, like i it's kind of like being with a person is really, really cool. And then, you know, mm-hmm. um, I talk a lot about, I feel like I found myself in when, in moments where I'll have like these self-induced moments where I just want to like heal and be better. Yeah. And so it doesn't necessarily, it's not always necessarily a situation where an argument will happen or, or disagreement or something bad will happen and then it's like oh I want to work on myself it'll be like you know like oh I just decided to start reading this book and then it started made me think and then I was just like hmm I think I have some things that I need to work on <laughs> I'm gonna share this with my partner right um, so and, let's talk and let's talk the- about that like how when you get in those moments and stuff like how do you communicate that well I definitely think um I think it's it's kind of like subjective and situational. Mm-hmm. I can remember one of the first times um, my partner and I have been were we were dating. It was like in the first the early stages, right? And uh, I think um, it probably had been like maybe like two years or something. And um, he had said something about credit or something like he was like yeah I'm trying to get my credit in order or whatever and I was just like oh yeah because you know we have credit you can buy a house and when you gotta buy a house you can do this now we could do xyz he's like whoa wait 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 right <laughs> he was like hold on just wait get wait a second woman like right whoa wait and I rem- and I remember being so freaked out at that moment because that was definitely a moment where um I saw like myself trying to kind of like include myself in his plans. Right. And, and in that moment, it made me look at myself and like, okay, so there's some stuff that I need to like, look at here. Like why I was just so quick to kind of like, right. You know, and of course, like on the surface, it's like, well, you've been with someone for two years. That's natural. Like, yeah, that is, it's natural to like think and, you know, of your, yourself to be in the future with another person. But it's a, I, I think, in the way that I was doing it, like I just, it was just like one small thing and I just kind of like took it and ran with it. it. And it, and it allowed me to kind of look at myself to say, okay, like what's going on. And so 
I remember I remember like getting in the car with him and I'm like, yeah, okay, so I think I did that because I had this fear about being left behind. Like I have a fear yeah. of I have a fear of being forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And so um, and he was just like yeah, he was like, well, where'd that come from? And I was just like, I think that came from, you know, like some childhood stuff. And so he was just like, well, you know, like I'm here. And my boyfriend is really simple. Like he's just, he's like simple. He's not, not like simple, like he's dumb. He's very intelligent and he's amazing. But he's like, you're, he doesn't give, he doesn't play games. Yeah. So he's a very like. Black and white. What you, yeah, what you see is what you get. Like I'm, I don't. You know, if it was something more, it, I would, you know, you would know. And so he was like, well, I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. And, and all of that is coming. But, you know, we're here right now. Like, just telling me to be present. Um, and not just, you know, not to negate all the other things. But he's just like, yo, like, you know, we're, we're right here. Like, you don't have to worry about all of that. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, I think that was probably one of the first moments where, it number one, it, I was really grateful that even though that was that moment was really really freaking me out, like I was having a lot of anxiety in that moment, but I felt comfortable enough to share that with him, and the way that he treated it made me feel even yeah. better in the in the moment. And I think um, that happened really really early on, and then throughout our relationship, I think that um, because of those types of situations it may in the because I'm a deep thinker like I'm a feeler I'm a person who's just feelings all the time it's just I'm the church grandmother like it's just I'm that and so like I'm always like for real I really am like I'm always like feeling and and thinking about things deeply like it's just just really a part of who I am and so like I think I was somewhere so I guess to answer your question with when it comes to communicating those types of things with my partner, I think that I just, I have to be, I, I think there has to be a presence of comfort yeah. and trust. Ooh, yes. And yeah. so because my relationship environment um, presented itself to be a place of comfort and security um, in a place where I could trust it enough to be vulnerable or even testing the waters with being vulnerable, it showed it had already previously showed me that I could make some attempts and see where it went you know right so because of because of that it makes it makes it easier to kind of come to him about whatever like um and even it makes it easier to talk about the hard things because we've had hard conversations we've had conversations that you know like it's just it makes the even the tension filled moments easy to kind of like go over because there's a sense of security and a trust there and all those things like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's really important. That no, it answers the question because I know a lot of people in general try to figure out like how to how to work on themselves and still be in a relationship at the same time like can you really make space for both yes and it's just like you you absolutely can't if only if your partner understands the importance well that is your journey yeah like that's the the thing I remember I remember like the cool thing about any really I mean the bottom line is that when you're healing yourself or working on yourself 
or just trying to, your best to be your best self, your friend, your romantic partner, your family, whatever, they are there to support you mm-hmm. and cheer you on and, and be with you, no, like, as far as, you know, yeah. they're, they're, here, they're here rooting for you. But my work is my work, yeah. you know, like, and that's the boundary, like, that's the, that's the number one boundary, like, my fear of abandonment was not J- my, Josh's problem to solve. Yeah. That was my problem to solve. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he, and of course he's here with me, like walking, w- holding my hand as I'm journeying through that, mm-hmm. but he cannot solve my problems. He's not the solution to that. He can only be, he can only help. He can only help but he can't solve it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was a perspective too. Like, you know, we have to, we have to not make people our saviors Ooh. and, and, and expect them to like solve problems that, that were not their problem. Like whether it's family issues or abandonment issues or your fear or your whatever, your triggers, your trauma, that stuff don't have nothing to do with nobody, not your friends, not your problem. Like that's not my stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's your stuff. And it's so real that you said, like, to make sure you don't make people your saviors. Because, listen, when me and my ex started dating, um, he he would send me these, like, really, really sweet messages. You know, the honeymoon phases. He would send me these sweet messages in the morning and stuff. And he would, all, he would say things like, you make me so happy, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I don't want to make you happy. I don't want to be your main reason of ha- your main source of happiness. Don't don't do that. I don't want that. I need you to find the happy within yourself. I need you to find that joy within yourself. And like, do you think that's how he meant it? Like, I didn't even want him to say it that way because psychologically, I didn't want it to be a thing where he would depend on me for his happiness. I feel that. So I was. I think like, that's definitely a good to have perspective yeah because when I the first time he said it and I I was like I don't want to um I was like I don't want to be your source of happiness he didn't understand what I meant so I broke it down to him and instead of him saying after that it was just like you definitely add sunshine to my days like you added the smile on my face today like he changed the way he worded things because I'm really big on like like I said I'm big on words (laughs) Right. Like how you speak to yourself and the words that you allow into your life, that that's that's real. So even if you don't realize it, and I didn't want it to be a thing where like if we stopped talking, his happiness went with him. I didn't want that. Right. You know, that so so it was just like I I'm so big on making sure that you provide everything within yourself first before you try to put that on somebody else. Because if you don't have joy, if you don't have happiness, if you don't have it like for real, for real. When you get in a relationship, you put that weight on somebody else. When you get in a friendship, you, can, yeah. you, you, can, you can put that on somebody else. And it's so important that you have to know, like, because, I mean, people forget that in friendships, they do the same thing. Yeah, but I think, like, I think the interesting thing about relationships is that there's a, there's a, there's, like, there's, like, boundaries and then there's grace. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're we're all trying to figure it out yeah you know what i'm saying and so there's either teaching moments that can make you better because like even like i using myself as an example again like 
the things that I know now versus the things that I knew first getting in going into the relationship that I'm in they're two they're two different things my perspective has changed my my um my capacity for grace has changed my like just all so many things have changed not only about this other person but even myself yeah you know and there's there's a there is a grace there because we're all we're there's so much room for improvement and we're all trying to figure it out and most of us aren't guru relationship gurus (laughs) where we're thinking about most of this stuff like when we when you meet a fine person human being you don't go hey what's your name okay do you have joy (laughs) you don't you, you don't. know like that's not that's not like in the first like you know you don't. You don't. <laughs> the first 21 questions of you know talking you to someone not all yeah like that's that's not that's not always the case not I think right. like I think the thing is it's like a lot of the stuff you really are figuring it out along the way um and again it's still not anybody's responsibility mm-hmm. uh, but I think that there is a commitment you know, whether you're dating yourself or single or whether you're dating other people, there's a commitment to be the best version of you. Yeah. Or there should be a commitment to be the best version of you. And um and whoever is alongside with you is is supposed to kind of like they're supposed to bring about those great things, mm-hmm. you know, and elevate and, you know, like those things. In, in an even better way you know what I'm yeah. saying like it's not about completing someone no. and it's definitely not about getting lost or or depending on someone to make you happy um but it is I think like it's just identification I kind of feel like mm-hmm. like I identify within myself yeah. where I am and how grounded I am and I ground myself in knowing you know who I am to myself defining my self-value defining my self-worth defining what I what I want and being able to identify what I don't want and even being able to take inventory of what I have going on and saying I don't even need that no more you know like you know I'm saying like Like being able to say "Hmm, I don't need that I don't need to be I don't need to have fear when it comes to commitment or I don't need to have fear when it comes to abandonment I don't need to have be jealous yeah or I don't need to I don't need to um, be paranoid or I don't need to be so angry or I don't need to like all those things or I don't need to be passive aggressive or like there are things that and I'm using these, you know, just things that are just coming to my head. Yeah. But it's like no, you can right. take you can take inventory within yourself to say, OK, so like I, like I could use I could use grace and I could use love and I could use um perspective and looking at things looking at the bigger picture I could use um you know like thinking before I speak and I could I could use those things I could use humor and and, and understanding and and all those things and support I could use those things but okay so like I should be a better listener so I'll work on that Mm -hmm. or okay well I should be a better whether you're talking about yourself or whether you're talking about your union with another person, yeah. there's just inventory. And, and you know what? It's just like grocery stores or any, or, or clothing stores. You take inventory often. Yeah. It's not something that you look at yes. once and then you're yeah. just like, okay, I'm good forever. No, it's constant. And I think that 
the last time someone tr- asked me to describe what love feels like Ooh. with my partner, I said that, well, the first, I think I was, oh, I was at my um, mental health and wellness event that I host with Shayla, Janice, and Ashley, Nicole, and we did this, we played the We're Not Really Strangers game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, my partner was there, so we played together, and he, says, he asked me, he said, what's the first word that comes to your mind um, when you say love is a blank and I said love with you is a mirror oh I to love me. that it's you know like you showed it the love shows me myself mm-hmm. and not just the pretty parts but the parts that need to be worked on yes um, it shows me the parts that I need to appreciate more mm-hmm. it shows me the parts that need a little bit of work it shows me the parts that like again the inventory okay I don't really need those things anymore it just it shows me me and and it makes me the best kind of relationship it's really yo it's fire but it ain't perfect but it's fire and I you know I'm it's piggybacking off of that that's I that's how I feel with myself and I'm starting to realize that I am becoming fearful of relationships because I'm so afraid that if I allow someone into my space that one, I might get lost and I, I might lose myself again in a relationship or just, I'm just, a, actually, that's just really it. I'm just afraid that I may lose myself again in a relationship. And it's just like, I'm at this space where I can see myself so, so clearly. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to mess up that. I don't want anyone to mess up what I have going on with myself. And it's just like, no, co you but define that's, what a relationship that's how, is to like you define what a relationship right is. but that's how you can but that's for, because you know your because you know your concern now and if you're spending this time and and if you believe in manifestation like i know you do in the power of prayer mm-hmm. you shift your words to that yeah i am thankful and 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 excited that Whoever God is sending my way is someone I'm going, we're going to share a love that I'm not going to lose myself right. in, but that it's just going to add to mm-hmm. who I already am. And I, that's how you shift that perspective. Yeah. I also thank God that he's driving out the fear of that, because if God is the God that I think he is, then he won't bring me into something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That you know he won't bring me into into something. He will be the he will allow me to um see what needs to be seen and and he'll also direct my path and be able to whatever is supposed to be coming to me will be coming to me. Mm-hmm. And whatever does not need to be coming to me will won't come my way. You know, and exactly. also soften my heart. soften my heart and make me sensitive so that my fear or my concern won't get in the way of me being able to see whoever is supposed to be coming my way like we the way that our perspective (laughs) and the way that like you said your words like you know if that's what it is if then you know that just start saying like I'm not gonna have to be afraid of that yeah I'm not gonna have to be afraid about losing myself in my my next relationship because I'm not going to yeah and my yeah. partner my partner would not let me do that mm-hmm. you know right. like you because just... we also have to you know be aware that our partners are supposed to be able to see things about us to like be able to check us and be able to kind of propel us or if we are slipping that they can gracefully help us 
you know, get back on the right track because yep. we are human. Things happen. Uh-huh. Life happens. You know, things happen. Exactly. But I think like, you know. But I definitely agree with that because I was um literally writing down some of the things that I need to redefine and unlearn because with this whole dating myself process, like me being afraid of relationships, I had to redefine what a relationship was. Because mm-hmm. like along the lines of like being on Instagram, being single, being in a relationship, not being in a, like breaking up, you know, all these things kind of shift and not shift, <laughs> shift, shift and shape your perception of what a relationship is. So it's just like, yes. all right, so what exactly is a relationship to me? What do I see a relationship? What do I think and believe and know? a good relationship is because those are all that's three, so good you know so like, that's it's like, so good what what is a relationship to me all right cool I have it this is what a relationship is what is love because now I'm saying that a relationship is when two people love each other regardless if it's a friendship or like an intimate relationship like your friendship you should love your friends like mm-hmm. what do these relationships mean like what does an intimate and romantic relationship look like what is love okay and then it's like, so I'm going to play this. I want to play this game with you. Okay. It's not really a game, but I want to do this thing with you that I do with all of my girlfriends. Okay. Because like I said earlier, I'm really into I I have always been a person to hold space for my fantasy. Do you remember when we used to play MASH? We that in? used to be my favorite Did you ever game, play that? Because I used to have a yeah. mansion with a chocolate man. Yep. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you already so you know the vibes. That's the right. vibe that we're getting on. I do this often with myself, like on Saturday, I always say weekends for me are for like going into Pinterest and I just like let my mind wander. Like I go to my wedding Pinterest, I go to my my future home Pinterest, I go to my pretty round brown goals Pinterest. I just let my mind go absolutely crazy crazy and just fantasize and let myself really entertain what I want my Mm -hmm. near future uh, to look like in my present to develop into right and so so this is the thing that I do with my girlfriend specifically because I find that we often are so in our own head about all the things that because we're so we, we kind of get a little like weird about entertaining the future because we're like no 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 I gotta be present and that's so true mm-hmm. but also I think that that's also kind of like it can be yeah, it can be a little of a mechanism because of the fear of not wanting to spend too much time thinking about the things that you really want that you don't want to talk about to other people, no matter how corny or uncorny yeah. it is, is because you feel like you fear that it might not happen. And so why talk about something that Definitely might not, not happen. happen or that mostly most likely won't happen? It's like, no, no. Like you say you want to, um, I have a girlfriend that says she wants to wear a suit to her wedding. I have a girlfriend who says she wants to have a big, big garden in her future house. Or mm-hmm. I have a friend who says she wants to get, you know, a trampoline in her backyard. Like, I mean, like, just it, it doesn't even have to just be limited to relationships. But because we are talking about relationships, mm-hmm. I want you to give yourself the space to just like you said, mash. Like you said, I'm going to be in a little mansion a little chocolate man or whatever like whatever it is what in the future near or far however you desire what do you want your future love or relationship to feel like or look like or both 
Ooh, I want it to feel like <laughs> this is corny. I want it to feel like how I feel when I look at a sunflower or how when I look like look at plants in general. Like I adore plants. I love plants. I the way that I take care of my plants, they mm-hmm. are they are my children. They have names. They they I talk to them. Literally this whole time I've been sitting on my floor and I'm literally like dusting each of the leaves. And I'm like, that's so beautiful. I'm like, <laughs> I do not play when I, they have their own little washcloth where I, yes, I do not play with my babies. Like I have made my own little gnat spray because dirt equals gnats. Have my own little homemade gnat spray that's not going to kill my babies because all that other stuff I don't trust. They get organic soil only. Like I, what? These are my babies. They only get the finest clay pots. I'm not playing. So... <laughs> They get dressed up real nice every now and then. Mama likes to paint the pot, paint the pots. Give them a man. I love it. I'm here so, for this. I want my love to feel like how I feel when I get a new plant or when I take care of my plants because that's how I love my plants that much. Um, I want it to look like. Mm, what do I want it to look like? I want it to look like. That's a really that's that's tough. I would I guess I would want it to once again this is corny how I look at sunflowers. I'm like super amazed by sunflowers. I used to be super afraid of them when I was younger because my neighbor used to have these giant giant sunflowers in the front yard and I was I've always been small so imagine me at five years old tiny as hell. Oh. So like, <laughs> they were super duper tall and the heads on them were probably as, as big as my head. Like the faces of the sunflower were probably as big as my face. And I was oh. just like, this is scary. And the thing is, you can see sunflowers move. Not just because mm-hmm. it's blowing in the wind, but you see them respond to the sun. And I never understood mm-hmm. that until I got, when I got older and I was like, yo, not to mention most flowers and plants do respond to nature in general. But, um, when I actually saw the sunflowers go from point A to point B because the sun was coming, it was following the sun, I became like super intrigued and I fell in love with them because I that's I, so beautiful. I, I really that I love sunflowers just because it's just how it reacts to nature in general. And I just believe it's God's favorite flower just because I believe I mean God yes. so it's just like I wanted to look like how I look at sunflowers I want it to feel like how I feel when I get a new plant <laughs> and my other plant moms can relate to this thing. no I love that um, I think that that is a beautiful a beautiful description of how you want love to your love to look and feel and I don't think it's corny I think it's beautiful thanks. I think that um for me I think even with being in in a relationship mm-hmm. I think that I just want love to continue, number one, of course, to be a mirror. But I think I just want it to continue to, I feel like we, I feel like we've been taught, even like when I look on the internet, people kind of like make love or relationships kind of feel like you'll get tired of them. You'll get, you'll get burnt out. And, And, you know, of course with life, you know, stuff like that can happen you know familiarity all the stuff like that but even in those moments I want my love to continue to just mm-hmm. be bright and and filled with passion uh, filled with friendship and connectivity absolutely um 
I think I love that my partner is my friend. I love so that important. even in the small, like when I'm making like stupid noises and boop, 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 and like yeah. then I look over and he's just like, word, okay. I love stuff <laughs> like that, you know, because it makes me, it really allows me, to, it's those little moments where I'm like, wow, I really can be myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I just want love that will really get through any anything you know like I want the love that'll get through the hard times I I want my love to just be fruitful I want it to be fruitful and I want it to be I want it to continue to be um our time and no one else's yeah I love that I want us to do what we do when we want to do it and I want us to I want it to be our agenda and no one else's and so like I just want it to continue um, I just want love to like my love to continue to just blossom and bloom. I feel like, you know, it's like flowers. Like you said, I feel like the same, like flowers, they grow and then, you know, they wilt and then they, they grow again and they go through their own process. Mm-hmm. And that's how I want mine to be. I want it to just continue to process and, but to continue to stand and be grounded. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I want that's out of beautiful. love. That's beautiful. I had to pull my Mariah. Had to pull my Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my. But no, well, I think we uh we we had a little mouthful. Yeah, today we we had a lot to say. Yeah. We had a lot to say. I mean, but it was it was needed. I feel like every time we talk, love. anyways, it's always yeah. it's always needed. I love love. I think. I think I'm really looking forward to being even just self-love. I'm looking forward to just continuing to be, even in this time, in this quarantine, while we're social distancing, Mm -hmm. um, this is allowing me to kind of really kind of re-pour into myself and recenter and and re-get a chance to really look at myself and if anything needs to be redefined or just, you know, whatever. I'm really having a lot of time to just be with me. And it's really, it's been really cool. I've been like looking at old diaries. I've been thinking about like yeah. when I first got started as a creative and, and even looking about like, well, what does all this mean for me as it stands right now, 2020? And so I pray the same for you like that. Absolutely. You continue to be grounded and blooming in your own love and vision of yourself i appreciate that i I pray the same for you though that you keep flourishing because you're in your light oh god (laughs) (laughs) i did that to my mom the other day talk about it and she was just like what in the world i was like oh yeah it's effective i like it (laughs) yeah but no i just i pray that you continue to bloom though because you really are a beacon of light like you are just so you're so whole I don't know if that ma'am don't make me cry like you are yeah. I'm sorry I'm hanging up I'm, I'm getting up <laughs> thank you but no seriously like it's it's always a good conversation um and I love the fact that these are so unplanned they really all are. we do is like we choose a topic and it's just like all right whatever happens happens excuse my ignorance yep. as always I'm gonna always say it I ain't got no sense you are lovely <laughs> and I don't have it either. Ex- I'm just trying to. Exactly. You know, we, we balance each other out. 
yes but no I, I definitely am excited to see where your journey takes you just because like you hold so much wisdom too like you truly do you you truly truly do so of course we have to wrap it up with a um affirmation or a or some drop the mic moment that's what we're gonna call it a drop the mic okay our drop the mic moment what's yours so we were talking about um you said something about grounding and I was trying to find this quote that I wrote is it was in one of my journals and I couldn't find it but instead I came across this other quote I wrote at the end of one of my journaling sessions and it is more it's an affirmation I actually got half of it tatted but I it says I'm a beacon of light I radiate love embody the sun and be the light so that is what I want to drop the mic on just always embody the sun be the light and all calls yes remember also well, the sun is also a star too so don't think just because it's dark outside that you can't embody the light right embody miss listen to mother co um, so i'll i'll read something that i wrote i actually put it on my instagram with my um the ones with all the sunflowers as my most recent post yeah. but i feel mm-hmm. like it's relevant when it comes to us talking about just journeying mm-hmm. to whether it's self-love or romantic love i think it's just all a process and and growth yeah and so I think the biggest thing is um just knowing that it's all just a never-ending process but I just wrote that I have peace knowing that the growth and the learning and the shifting and the evolving never really stop Mm -hmm. there's always a new level to progress towards and I don't have to be burdened with the pressure of making it there's always room for improvement there's always room for improvement there's always room for improvement I love it that's mine. Love so, it. All right. For those out there, single, mingling, or relationally, whatever, relationally. you know. <laughs> always know, for real, always know that there's room for improvement no matter what state you're in. And so please be empowered and not um, discouraged. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So those are our drop the mic moments. Um, I am Dakota Ayana. I am Peculiar Hippie, or Mariah Scott. And uh, this is A Word, the podcast. The podcast. Episode two. Woo. We got it down. Hey, we, we getting it. We getting it. We, gonna, we getting it we, 